0: Doug Tyrrell, History and Comment is available on Google Podcast. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Tuesday, the 28th day of February, 2023. We have already burned two months of the year, but the increased daylight is an improvement. The Puritans of the Northeast were known for strict policies and long church services. In 1646, Roger Scott is tried in Massachusetts, for sleeping in church. John Wesley, finding some issues with the stuffy Anglican Church, charters the Methodist Church in 1784. The Methodists are in ways the least formal of the churches in the more rigid class. Presbyterian, Lutheran, and Episcopal are all a bit more fixed and closer to Orthodox. The first fire insurance company is organized in Philadelphia in 1810, The Baltimore and Ohio Railroad is chartered in 1827, the first in the United States. The first boatload of gold prospectors arrives in San Francisco in 1849. The route was by boat, as overland passage was a harder and more dangerous trip. On this day in 1944, the Ten Boom family were arrested by authorities in Nazi-occupied Holland. The family were watchmakers, and the watch shop had become a hideout for Jews being rounded up and sent to concentration camps. The most famous was the daughter, Corey Tinboon, who later spoke on her time in a concentration camp and was the subject of the biography, The Hiding Place. It's a fascinating story from a historical and theological perspective. After the war, Corrie traveled Europe speaking on God's grace and forgiveness. One of the high points was when she was confronted with her own message. At a meeting, a former Nazi guard whom she recognized came up to her and asked her for forgiveness. She admits it was a difficult moment. The treatment had been cruel and harsh, and her sister had died in that camp. The major point is, we all think of ourselves as far better than God sees our sin, yet He offers us forgiveness. When we are asked to forgive someone who has offended us, We do not want to let go of our animosity. The gospel, when we fully understand it, is far deeper than we first see, mostly because of our self-righteousness. Watson and Crick announced privately they have determined the chemical structure of DNA. That was 70 years ago. Now that we know how the blocks go together, we're still far from understanding how it works. The idea is close to a thought I heard years ago. We could give the Russians our newest aircraft carrier without the manuals and, more importantly, the hands-on knowledge of how it operates. It would take them decades to use it effectively. In industry, it's called the recipe. You can have all of the drawings, but there is often knowledge in the process and assembly that are not written down and are critical to the end product. History of full of cases where a company lost the recipe and had great difficulty making their own product. This often happens when a product line is shut down and restarted sometime later, especially after a few key personnel have left the company. Retired NHL player Eric Lindros is 50 today. He certainly had a high level of talent and skill, but it may have been overshadowed by an equally large ego. And his physical playing style shortened his playing days. I'm having difficulty with the fact that 40 years ago tonight, the final episode of the TV series MASH aired to what is still a record audience. The series was typically a half-hour show, but the finale was a two-hour special entitled Goodbye, Farewell, and Amen. The series, set in the Korean War, was in its 11th season, almost three times longer than the actual war. It had begun just as the Vietnam War was winding down and was a thinly-veiled commentary. The first Gulf War ends in 1991. Thirty years ago, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms attempts to serve a warrant on the Branch Davidians in Waco, Texas. The eccentric Davidians resist, and a 51-day siege ensues and will end with the compound in flames. The simple point is police with a simple case will escalate to deadly force when offered any resistance or lack of compliance. The Davidians are not much different than the Arkansas guy I mentioned the other day. A rather simple charge ended up in a conflagration. Resisting and certainly firing upon police is never a good plan. But conversely, there are plenty of cases where law enforcement have let the ends justify the means. When the dust and smoke settled, more than 75 of the Davidians were dead and the compound in ruins. The winner got to write the history Now, the Davidians were a wacko group, but the warrant was on a suspicion of weapons stockpiles and not actual violence. The issue is far from simple, but follows a common outline. Minor offense, enforcement. Resistance, deadly force. We could argue that without a minor offense or resistance, the event would end. Rarely do we focus on the law enforcement trying to de-escalate and adrenaline in a fight by both parties is a prime factor. As I said, the whole issue is quite complex. Speaking of complex, the Denver International Airport opens in 1995. Most noteworthy was the nightmare state-of-the-art baggage handling system. The colossal failure has become a case study in failed project management, scope creep, and failure to see warning signs. The major issue was the system was far more complex than any previously installed and the project timeline was barely half what engineers predicted it would take to build. That's history and comment for the 28th day of February. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.